Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Jerry Bites. I'm Davis, an educator with 10 plus years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here once again to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on grad school admissions and GRE prep. Please check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com. Use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships. Uh, today, we've we've brushed over it very briefly in a previous episode, maybe two, but um, you know we've talked about. I think we've mentioned once uh, in one episode what you know in getting a perfect score, what that kind of range looks like. Uh, I thought it would be a good idea today to just kind of lay bare the the bones, the the, the facts of the point structure on the GRE, what each section contains, how many points each question is worth. Are there any pros and cons to uh, skipping? There's definitely, you know, and leaving them blank or guessing. Let's get into that. Great. So to understand the point structure of the GRE, we first have to understand the structure of the GRE, which kind of looks like this. You begin with the writing section, which is composed of two tasks, the analyze the issue and the analyze the argument tasks. That's the first hour of every, every administration. After that, there will be five 20 question sets. Whatever you get first will be random. So you'll either get a quant or a verbal. Whatever you get first, it will alternate from there. So it'll either be quant, verbal, quant, verbal, quant, or verbal, quant, verbal, quant, verbal. Whatever you get three of, one of those three will be the experimental section, which will be unscored, but it's unlikely that you will know which one it is. So you kind of have to just try your best on every timed section. That basically means though that for the verbal, there are two scored 20-question sets. And for the quant, there are two scored 20-question sets. So there's your, your overall verbal and quant score is based on your performance on those 40 scored questions. The test is also adaptive. Unlike the GMAT, it's adaptive by section, which means how you perform on, say, the first scored verbal section will determine the relative difficulty level of the second scored verbal section. There are three different second sections you can encounter. We can call them an easy, a medium, and a hard. To get into the top percentiles of scores, you need to have provoked the hardest second section for both the verbal and the quant. So uh, 40 points each for verbal and for quant. So 80 points total in, the, in terms of your overall score at the end. Uh, and you want to get you know, basically in order to t tap into those hardest sections, you basically on your first verbal, on your first quant section, you want to get 20 out of 20? Uh, you don't have to. So the thresholds for provoking the hardest second sections are slightly different. For example, to provoke the hardest second quant section, you need to answer at least 15 questions correctly on the first graded quant section. On the verbal, I think you need to answer 14 questions correctly. Great. That's helpful information. And then uh, those first two, you know, writing sections, uh, how many points each are those? So l before I answer that question, let's, let's talk about what, what points are, okay. because um, there's actually three different scores associated with the GRE. There are raw scores, there are scaled scores, and there are percentiles. So for example, just a few moments ago, you talked about how there are like 40 points for the verbal section, 40 points for the quantitative section, et cetera. We can call those the raw scores. Raw scores are the sheer number of questions you answer correctly. One point per question. Exactly. One point per question. This is really important to understand. Qu hard questions are not worth more points than easy questions. 
questions that take you longer are not worth more points than questions that don't take you as long. Every question within the verbal and quant sections is worth the same one point. And those are your raw scores. The issue is you actually are never told what your raw scores are. Students don't see their raw score on their score report. You would only ever see your raw scores in your practice tests to have an idea of how that would then translate. That's correct. So the the easiest way to track your own progress as you're preparing for the test is to track your raw scores, the sheer number of questions you're getting right within the time limit. And obviously that should be going up as your pre- progresses, you should be answering more questions correctly within the time limit. Within the time limit is really, really important. A lot of students don't practice enough within the time limit because they just want to feel like they can answer the questions. And unfortunately, they're preparing for a test that they're not going to take, which often leads to some rude awakenings further down the road. Great. So we've got raw score and then we've got the scaled score, which is actually, you know, how how much is the, we've already talked about this, like a 260, right? Is uh, the kind of mean average, what's the, what are, what are, what's the max score on a GRE? What's the score threshold that's good enough for grad school? Sure. So scaled scores are an arbitrary metric on the verbal and quant sections. They range between 130 to a 170, which is a perfect score in one point increments. The mean for the verbal is a 150 and the mean for the quant is a 152. Um, so a perfect score would be a combined 340 and let's say a 50th percentile would be right around 300. Now the issue with scaled scores is if you were to say somebody who wasn't really familiar with these metrics, Hey, I got a 168. No one's going to know if they should be happy or not. It's like, because that's a meaningless number. It's just a ruler that ETS created to measure the GRE. So no one really knows what the heck a scaled score means. That's why in combination with your scaled scores, you also receive percentile scores, which are actually useful information. Your percentile scores will tell you the proportion of folks who took the same version of the test that you scored better than. So in all of these various scores, raw, scaled, and percentiles, higher is better. If you were to get a 50th percentile score, for example, that means you're right in the middle. Half the people who took this test scored lower than you. Half the people scored higher than you. The 90th percentile, 90% scored lower than you. So that's a really impressive score there. You're outperforming 90% of the people around the world who are trying to become doctors. Okay. Um, With the writing section, there is no raw score. The scaled score ranges from zero to six in half point increments. And again, that's a totally arbitrary metric. And so the percentiles are really the useful information. No, that's helpful. So, so just for people to understand, right, if I'm, I'm remembering this correctly and, and you're reminding me, 260 is the lowest possible combined uh, scaled. scaled score and 340 is the highest possible scale score. Mm-hmm. But again, unless you're you know, very familiar with the point structure of all these, which if we're tracking our raw score during practice tests, we might have more familiarity than, than others, but the percentile is really going to be what we're looking at. And that's the information that's going to come from an admissions office when they say, you know, this is the, the average score of people that get into the program, if I remember correctly. Usually if admissions programs publish that data, it's median 
scaled scores for successful applicants. Now, how to convert raw scores into scaled scores is actually kind of a closely guarded secret. ETS clearly has some kind of equation uh, where certain you get you get more points by provoking harder second sections, for instance but they don't publish this equation, obviously. I've been able to more or less reverse engineer what I believe to be something plausible by examining the relationship between raw and scaled scores using the freely available power prep practice tests um, distributed by ETS. And I have created my own equation based on my best guess on what ETS does within the Stellar system. So you can see your raw scores when you're taking your practice tests on Stellar GRE, and we'll also convert them into scaled scores. Converting scaled scores into percentiles is also freely available. Just Google GRE percentiles, and like the first thing that pops up will be a PDF document published by ETS, which will, on page two, contain a table converting scaled scores into percentile scores. And so that's not a mystery, but it is a mystery kind of how you go from raw to scaled scores. No, that's really helpful. And uh, one quick note, I didn't realize how much there is to get into for if you have a technical mind to really understand the the bones of this, uh, which, but so one thing that everyone should know is that uh, there is no penalty for uh, an incorrect answer. So, um, and we've talked about skipping questions going through first pass, second pass, coming back. But the ideal is that every question has a checked answer when you finish that session. That's right. Uh, we say that there's no guessing penalty. That's what that's called in psychometrics. Um, unlike the SAT, where there is a quarter point penalty for getting a question wrong, uh, the GRE, there is no penalty for answering a question incorrectly, which basically means that you should put in an answer for every single question, uh, even if it's just a wild random guess, because why not? That's great. Uh, if you have any more questions about that, please shoot us an email at stellargre at gmail.com. We'd be happy to discuss this question or any others in future episodes. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another bite-sized episode. Uh, and if you want to take your prep to the next level and be able to get uh, Orion's personalized equation for a scaled score, which which is very close to the what we see coming out of uh, ETS, check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com. Use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships.